Mike, good morning to you. Happy holidays to you. How are you? Morning, Coach. Good morning. Good morning. Happy holidays, Chris and Kevin. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Coach, let's get started here. Your Cowboys in the playoffs for the first time since 2018. How do you now balance now the opportunity with being back in the tournament and obviously still pursuing not only a number one seed, but looking forward to Sunday night with an opportunity to clinch the NFC East by virtue of winning over Washington? I mean, I mean, obviously, you know, staying the obvious, just keeping our eye right on the target and the targets, you know, the winning division Sunday night. Um, you know, I obviously last night we qualified clearly for the playoffs, but I think, you know, now it's about winning your division and, and you know, then obviously watching what's going on around you, but, you know, as long as we take care of you know take care of what's in front of us, you know that'll definitely heighten our opportunity to climb you know climb the ladder as far as being to the, get get to the highest seed. Hey, coach, let me give you credit right here, right off the top. It is December. The Cowboys are three and zero in December. I've been covering this team since 1980. That's 41 years. And Coach Landry used to say back in the day, you want to be rolling into the playoffs. So props for getting this team undefeated in December so far. And those three victories were all road victories. I'm going to give you a cliche, but it's obviously true. Props to your defense because what do they say? Defense travels. Can you can you talk about the excitement in that building because the defense seems to have a lot of swagger right now? Uh, definitely, we're defensively is definitely playing with a ton of confidence and, and rightfully so. Um, you know, you can just really see it coming all together. And you know, and as we've been able to to get some of our veterans back, you know, off of IR, that's been a huge, huge. You know, boost for us, and and I think just really the continuity uh, of the defense and and the reality of how many how many guys that we've been playing with on defense has just been has been exciting. So we got you know we got to keep that momentum because, as you said, defense travels, and it's really it's always in my opinion been you know been the thermostat of of a football game because you know when you're when you always have good defense, you're always you know you're always right there and have the opportunity to win the game. Mm-hmm. Speaking of health, Coach, one of the things that as teams going throughout the rest of the regular season, especially deep in the season, is the health and concern of the health of the football team. When you look at Tyron Smith, what update could you provide with Tyron Smith and how he's been progressing and what his availability looks like going forward? Uh, just, you know, information from the training room was, uh, you know, he did everything that, you know, you know, hit all his targets yesterday, so he's getting better. Um, so, you know, today will we'll be, we'll be interesting to see how he comes in here today and you know, frankly, if he, you know, if he doesn't practice tomorrow, that's always kind of the threshold for us uh, when guys are coming back. So, if you know, if he practices tomorrow, we'll have a chance. But if he doesn't practice tomorrow, then you know, he will not be available Sunday night. Now, Tyron also made the Pro Bowl. You had five guys make the Pro Bowl this year. There were none last year. Last year, oh, that was an anomaly. It was a bad season altogether. Although you guys were three and one in December, props to you on that one. Um, but Tyron made the Pro Bowl. Five guys made it. Zach Martin as, as well. Brian Anger as well. Um, uh, Trayvon Diggs, Micah Parsons. Can you talk about if you guys did anything special for those guys or mentioned it? Or I know how teams kind of rally about little things like that. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, mean, I think, you know, we're, we're, we're in a virtual operation, you know, this week as we've gone through the full protocol, um, you know, you know uh, items that are in place here. Mm-hmm. So um, we didn't, you know, the point is we didn't have a team meeting in person, but, you know, we had a little presentation at team meeting. And then obviously when we got the news, um, I guess it would have been Wednesday. Wednesday. Wednesday afternoon, we had a chance to reach out to to, to each guy. So, yeah, definitely. I, I think it's you know something that you're proud of, and you know not only just the five guys, but the you know the other guys that also were alternates. Um, and, and and there's always a couple guys you you you, you would have thought would have been you know, p- part of the selection, but the, you know this is how it goes sometimes. And I think particularly when you come off the year we did last year, 
know, sometimes it takes, you know, two good years for to see the players to be recognized on an individual basis. Exactly. And you know what? I've been lauding Brian Anger since Thanksgiving. I've been calling him like the unsung hero. Can you talk about, I mean, this is, this is a quite an honor for him because you only get one punter and one kicker from each uh, conference. Can you talk about how he's been so effective for you guys this year? Because he does things a lot of people may not appreciate, especially helping out the defense. Uh, absolutely. No, I, I think he's clearly uh, a huge asset to, you know, to our special teams. You can see right away. Uh, very consistent, obviously very talented. I mean, he... You know, he's he's he can, he's got the distance, he's got the placement, and you know, he definitely has the experience. You know, just the way he he controls the placement of the football has been so so impressive, and you know, just he, just a big time professional, um, just very consistent in everything he does in the locker room and so forth. But you know, just look at the last game, just to echo your point. Uh, you know, he was a big part of you know our field position with the ball placement, and you know, and our coverage units did a great job there. So you know, especially with the way our defense was playing and. His ability to keep pinning them back was, was a big part of our victory. Mike McCarthy, your head coach of your Dallas Cowboys, joining us right here on Sean and RJ, right here on 105.3 The Fan. Mike, when you look at this offense in the first half of the season, number one scoring offense in the NFL, number one total offense in the NFL, over the last six, seven weeks, some offensive struggles, particularly in the red zone. When you look at how you want this offense to look, especially over the final three games, where do you see the biggest improvement as far as how you guys can handle red zone opportunities and be able to capitalize on those better going forward? Well, I think like anything, the starting point really offensively is always ball distribution. You know, you, you really want to get the ball, you know, distributed throughout your, your perimeter players. You know, that's the focus each and every week. You know, we have a, we have a goal, you know, how many times we want the ball distributed, you know, and, and I'm talking about number of rushes versus completions. And you just take that through, you know, through the situations. And I, I just think like anything, yeah, you know, when you're seeing more, you know, just uh, soft coverage and so forth, just the patience and uh, that you have to have, you know, those completions. Uh, because you know, I, I think like anything, you have a philosophy in every situation, and you know, our red zone philosophy is touchdown or checkdown. In particular, you know, when we're talking about the passing game, so you know, it's always the little things, the details that sometimes go, you know, in phases. But you know, our ball distribution, particularly the last two weeks, is, is, has been right where we need it to be. But we just got to get the ball pushed up in the seams and maybe create a little more space, you know, so for, our, you know, for the opportunities with our perimeter guys. So, uh, because, I mean, we're, I think we've been about 10, 10, 11 broken tackles the last two weeks. And you, you always want to be, you know, right at that or above that each week because, you know, that's definitely part of the, the production of this offense. Speaking of the distribution to your, to your perimeter players, and obviously this team has noticed much more cover two, much more two safety play as far as the second half of the season is concerned. Are there things that this offense can do better when it comes to beating cover two, whether it be finding more explosive plays down the field to the perimeter players? What do you all feel like can be better as far as trying to beat cover two, what you've seen much more during the second half of the year? Well, it's just like anything. I mean, you have your line assignment, the scheme, and then obviously the execution. You know, we're, we're definitely at the time of year, you know, December. <clears throat> you know, execution's everything right now. So, I mean, there's, you know, the plays that we, we've been running, the defenses we've been going against, you know, there's really no surprises. There's always, you know, variations and tilts and emphasis, particularly to matchups and so forth. So, you know, and when you're, you know, and that's that's why just it's always the details. You know, and that's that's why December football is so fun and so challenging because it really comes down to, the, you know, who's playing the better technique and the fundamentals and executing their particular schemes or the family of schemes uh, that they live in. But uh, yeah, cover two is, you know, you have different types of cover two, and you know that's something that obviously you go into each game knowing, you know, whether it's a traditional cover two, or, you know, more of a Tampa. Cover two, you know how they run the Mike linebackers, so things like that. So we, you know, we have the schemes that fit 
you know, fit the you know challenge each coverage game. So that's you know that's something that you know, I think our players do an excellent job and, and recognize that and play for it. But you know, we just got to be you know, a little tighter, more exact, and when we're attacking cover two and, and hit those voids and, and, and create the matchups and you know get the ball distributed. You know, like anything, it all starts with protection and getting the ball out on time and get you know in, in a route running, being tied up to the time clock or the protection of the quarterback. You know, you say execution, and by the way, I, I appreciate you saying that because a lot of people kind of gloss over that. I see what you're doing, Coach. I covered Tom Landry for 10 years, and you are going into your Tom Landry bag of tricks. I know he would do this in December, and he would do this on a lot of road games in particular. He would make sure they get their basics down on execution. And he said, if we got a good defense, we're going to ride that defense. And so for a lot of people who wonder if you're being – Oh, too conservative, you know, let's say on some play calling or some clock management or even on, you know, knowing that your your offense can get chunk plays if they were executing properly. They don't they don't. You've said it. I, I heard you say it in some of the press conferences. This is why we're doing it this way. Are you kind of basically going back to old school saying, let's get our basics down first before we go all out and do the things we were doing? When we were when we were rolling with six, six victories in a row. Well, I think the biggest thing, you know, in, in the game of football, it's 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 really the same, and it's just really how you get to it. Is it's it's always about the basics, because you know, when, especially in the biggest game of the year, it's going to come down to the, the fundamentals and the ability to, you know, as the coaching staff to put the players in you know big play opportunities in position, and then and obviously you know and they execute it. So, yeah, so you're we're always working on that, and you know, and I think you know, as far as how you play, I mean, each game, every single time you line up and compete. Every game is different. I mean, it takes on an identity, and there's strengths and weaknesses. There's an ebb and flow to each and every game, and you know, those are the things that you know I think our guys do a really good job of paying attention to. And and I think you're seeing our team really come together and hit the target for being a complimentary football because complimentary football wins in playoff in championship football. That, that's just the facts. It's hard to, it's very difficult to, to win a championship when your team is tilted one one way or the other. You know, whether it's to your offense or to your defense. So. I think our guys, you know, especially you can see it in our locker room, the, you know, the connectiveness that these guys have. It's uh, they're a tight group. It's a, it's, it's a group that's very high, very high in work ethic. So, but you know, our ability to continue to grow the complementary, you know, attitude and philosophy is going to be a, be a big strength for us moving forward. Yeah, and I think they talk about it all the time. Those guys talking about how it's like a real team, all sides of the ball. They all love each other. They all hang out together. They do a lot of different things together. And I noticed uh, after the game. They talked about the big bet between Tank Lawrence and Dak Prescott, takeaways versus touchdowns. I thought that was nice added value. What do you think about the competition on that? Love the competition. I mean, it's all about competing. And, and you know, you're talking about two guys right there that are they're as competitive as anybody that I've ever worked with. So it's healthy. It's good. Um, I think it's just you're seeing guys push each other, you know, with, with, within the environment and the culture, particularly our locker room. And I think it's, I think it's awesome. Coach, when you look at this offense finally going forward, last couple things for you here, with Kellen Moore in respect to his being the offensive coordinator, how do you help him as a week-to-week basis goes on when it comes to game planning, but more importantly, when it seems like things may be struggling offensively, are there things that you do extra to try and not only help not just him, but this entire offensive staff come up with you know ideas and those kinds of things to be yeah. able to help each other as far as the offense is concerned? Well, I think like anything, I mean, you, you have a process and it's, you know, it's something that you, you establish, you know, when you first get together as, as a coaching staff. And, I, you know, I think clearly from last year to this year, I think the, you know, both staffs have, 
you know, the, the continuity has, has definitely been heightened, and, you know, that comes in, you know, we're, we're no different to the players. You know, we, we have to develop and get better as we go through it. So, and I think really when you go through spots, uh, you know, the biggest thing is the trust your process, maybe have a little more conversation about the, you know, the areas you need to emphasize. And, you know, and, and particularly with Kel and I, you know, most of our conversations are really about, you know, the play call and the ebb and flow of the game, that you know, the anticipation of, you know how the guy you're competing against. You know, you know Jack Del Rio this week. How, you know how how do you think he's going to play? You know, it's second time in three weeks, so it's more the particulars of how you know how we want to call the game, go into the game, and because you know schematically, I think our I think our whole staff and you know led by Kellen, I think they I think they do an excellent job. You know, as far as going through the menus of the things that that we can use each and every week, and you know, and being creative and diverse and staying on top of yourself, Scott, and all those things that go into a healthy game plan. You ever get tempted, Coach, you won a Super Bowl calling your own plays. You ever get tempted and say, Kelly, this is what we need to do, man? I think we're out of time, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, good uh, answer. Kellen does an excellent job. I, I think it's, you know, just like anything in this business, you know, you, my job, particularly for everybody, you know, from my position is to make sure, you know, Kellen, Dan, and, and John, you know, Fossil, you know, have, have the environment and, and, and the resources to be success, successful. That's really the way I look at it. So it's, uh, you know, it's just the way we're structured. Other than a Cowboys win, Mike, uh, what would you like for Christmas this year? Oh, I, I just think, you know, health and, and family time. I think, <laughs> you know, you, you, don't have, you don't have a chance in this particular business to, to step away, you know, too long. But I think it's going to be, you know, great. Our players are going to have a chance to obviously be out of here at a reasonable time today and, you know, have – Christmas Eve with their families and wake up tomorrow and have the whole morning you know, into the afternoon. So just, just, just be, I'm just thankful for the family time. Well, Coach, we sincerely appreciate yes, the time sir. this morning with us here on Sean and RJ. Happy holidays to you and your family. And we'll be pouring on Sunday Night Football against the Washington football team. Yeah, thanks, Mike. Hey, thank you. Appreciate it. Happy you know holidays. It. Happy holidays. Thank you.